Live. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Live. Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. This is About Last Night with Brad Williams and Adam Ray on the ToadHop Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the About Last Night show with me, Brad Williams, and of course, as always, Adam Ray. Shalom. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, my friend. Uh, I am literally coming. I got right the studio in my pants literally right the here. Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah no, exactly. I came right from the airport. Uh, I did not go home. Uh, my actually, my mom picked me up, and she's and, and she's watching in the other room. <laughs> so I like that you let in with a cum joke. That's <laughs> awesome. Oh god, I'm sorry. I totally forgot. <laughs> don't worry, dude. dude hey, don't oh, worry, Mrs. No. Williams. God, it, it, Jesus, it, it's all right. right. And uh, for those listening, my mom, uh, tall, not not <laughs> yeah. not not. Dwarf. Do people assume that? They do all the time. Like I tweeted a picture of my dad not too long ago because uh, he came out with me to the Denver shows. And like, who's uh, that? where's your real dad, man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, didn't know you were adopted. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but my dad had a great sense of humor about it. Uh, in the in the picture that I tweeted out, he, he's actually wearing a shirt that says honorary Oompa Loompa. That's incredible. So yeah, my dad my dad's kind of a badass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, I was just coming back from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, and yes, Cleveland did rock. I had a great time there. Had a lot of people come up to me actually at the improv and say like, "Hey, listen to the podcast, love yeah, it." It's incredible. So uh, thank you, podcast listeners. Thank for you so much, out. everybody. Appreciate you uh, hey, consistently. Tony Danza, you yeah, in Cleveland too? Yeah, I was in Cleveland, Brad. I couldn't make it out to the shows because I was doing a uh, signing of my book called "Done with Danza." Oh, okay. Where it's basically a book about me telling everybody that um, that I'm not done. Oh, okay. And I'm going to start uh, working at nonprofits and doing stand-up comedy, but we can talk about that later. Okay, it's, it's, it's inspirational. Thanks, Tony. And, uh, yeah, it was a great week. We'll, uh, we'll we'll talk about a few things that happened. Yeah, what's on the show today? We got, uh, yeah. you know, I, I had a nice little uh, weekend of shows. Uh, one in particular was a crap gig at a dinner theater. Oh, that, we uh, all have uh, Hey, theater gigs are great when there's more than nine people there. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we'll, get to that. we'll talk about Cleveland and, and good eating spots on the road because you had yeah. some nice little uh, food uh, trips. Yeah, thank you, uh, iPad Travel Channel app. You hooked me up. That was awesome. Uh, where do we stand with our Mariners Angels bet? Uh, I'm winning. Yeah, I know. We are uh, <laughs> so. Mariners are in last place uh, currently, but we still have I think a month and a half until the All Star break. Sure, uh, so they can still come back, and you guys managed to throw a six person no hitter the other yes, day. Yes, let's talk about that. So that was uh, awesome. But let's talk about that with our guest who is throwing out the first pitch at the Mariners game oh. on Saturday, June 14th in Seattle. You might recognize him from Comedy Central, his half-hour special, Last Comic Standing. He was a finalist. Uh, he currently hosts uh, one of the funny shows on TV, Money from Strangers on MTV, and he was on Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Your, uh, your house? And he's one of my best buddies, and he's a huge sports fan and an amazing comic. Thank you for having me, fellas. I like what you've done with the Jeff Dye. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. Jeff Dye is here, everyone. It's beautiful in here. Thank you very much. Jeff Dye, wearing a... Uh, Hug that mic. Wearing, okay, yeah. oh, wearing a Seattle Supersonics jersey. Keeping it alive. This is the Burkowski jersey. 
Oh, wow. Burkowski. <laughs> that would be unbelievable if you actually had a freak yeah. Burkowski jersey. The big, dumb Pollock Burkowski. Yeah, I was a big fan of the brick. Oh, he got to, man. Well, he was, our, he was one of those other center options that we brought in that we were like, this will solve the problem of yeah. not having a Shaq or Patrick Ewing. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get like a Polish guy. I like guys in the front office that are like, a giant white guy will help. <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible advice. That, uh, I don't think that's... Yeah. Let's get Robert Swift. <laughs> no, don't. Stop. Who keeps making these calls? <laughs> How many guys like that did we draft before? A thousand? I don't know. It's like that's what's so frustrating about like Utah. Like they're always like John Stockton was the best. It's like no, he wasn't great. John, right. You know what made John Stockton great? His the haircut. Giant black man he threw into. That, <laughs> that was the guy that, that helped good. out. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, who's the guy with the short shorts with the great passes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. Twenty thousand assists. Yeah, yeah, to big black guys who are incredible. <laughs> now you just flip it over yeah. your shoulder Pick and, and roll, and it works and exactly. It through the rim. I yeah. think you can t- tell a lot about your GM if he's drafting all white. Guys, bad move. You yeah, know, yeah. you're like, all right, you kind of got to go unless you run a hockey team. But even now, there's some bl- there's some blacks playing hockey. There are French blacks, which is really weird. Yeah, there's over are three. Really? Yeah, there's over three in the league. <laughs> yeah, that, they're, so what they're are the there. They're Quite starting. A movement. Anybody uh, know the name? Joan <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I think all that's French, one. Yeah. But that's I mean, they're black, <laughs> right. so it counts. Yeah, we, we, which is really weird. when you see them give interviews because we have come accustomed to the black athlete after sure. game interview, which Who's is like, like I gotta get out of here to go make a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Ron Artest impression. That's my Ron Artest impression. That's not a stereotype. Or just a straight up Shaq, which is, you know, we uh, we did our thing tonight, and, uh, you know, we're going to try to uh, come out tomorrow and do, do the same thing, and uh, hope that we can bring Ugh. our best, and, and that uh, we, as a team, we will collectively uh, bring the energy and effort that we need to win. Shaq used to make it sound like it was uh, it was exhausting to speak. <laughs> like, he would, it was, like he, he'd be like, I'm gonna Kobe's going to give me a Shaq attack. <laughs> yes. Like, it's like, you just played an hour. You just played an hour every minute, and you're good, but then, like, Giving that interview, you're like, oh man, this is getting, yeah. getting kind of tired. Hey, Kobe, throw me a shake. <laughs> and the other would be with just a lazy kind of dunk because he's a giant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a fat kid like running up the stairs to play one game of racquetball. Yeah, I wish they had a mic check during the games. It's a lot of wheezing. <laughs> it's a lot of wheezing. <laughs> <laughs> That's more like it. I'm not sure what. I, well, I know. I know what he's doing. We're, like. we're one step away from them playing with sleep apnea masks. That, yeah, would, that would be great. That would be so awesome. You said like would be stupider than everyone else's because he is not good with masks. <laughs> You see his mask? If you can't, if you don't know what I'm referencing, Google yeah. Kobe's Sleep stupid apnea. mask that he wore on the court where he looked like a superhero. Yeah, yeah. he tried to do like a Lone Ranger type thing. Do you really? Yeah, everyone wears like a clear mask. Everyone's done the clear and one. Kobe's like, well, I'm Kobe and I'm different. I rape people to get away with it. I'm putting on a black one. Like, he, he did the worst mask I've ever seen. Maybe he in my thought life. it was going to be one of the, another one of those things like when Iverson started wearing the uh, the, the arm guard. Yeah, like, like, one of those, like, yeah like he would start wearing masks for no reason. <laughs> to school. Like the same way they wear those wristbands. <laughs> I have a deviated septum yeah. check out my kobe mask <laughs> and, uh, eat rocks yeah, yeah 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 uh, uh, so wait uh we, we, we can't uh disregard the, the soups jersey um yeah i have like five how, soups so jerseys. how bad does it because i have two seattle fans here right now oh, yeah. yeah how bad is it not suck? just seattle fans like jeff and i both sonics are like you know a top uh, right i mean he's met peyton and kemp uh oh nice it, it's we talked about this earlier it's like and even getting to throw out the pitch at the Mariners game. Like, Seattle sports fans, like, that's, yeah. that's bigger than any comedy accomplishment. Right. How does that happen? How Do they call you? How no. do you get to throw out a pitch at a baseball I'm game? I'm very honored to do it, but I will add that you guys should consider looking into, like, having your management 
have them do because really all my manager did was call Seattle and go, hey, this guy's from Seattle. He mm -hmm. reps Seattle stuff on TV all the time. And then he just named my credits. And you forget that there's like, what, 80 home games? Yeah. So yeah. It's 80 the, because sometimes first pitches. So but, it's not like I only had to be the most famous guy out of 80 this year. <laughs> but let's, I mean, and you're being modest because you have a shit ton of credits. But like, you're right. There are some times where they probably are like, Hey, uh, this guy Dave runs Nino Pollo Locos, and, right, right. And, uh, and you know, but he grew up in Seattle, exactly. and now he uh, <laughs> now he coaches a t-ball team, yeah. and he loves you know this Henry Cotto. Steve, he can do a hundred push-ups yeah. and loves magazines. <laughs> yeah. Adam Woo! Washington, yeah. the yeah. ceremony. So like, the first part, they're of... like, "What?" And then they go Tacoma. Yeah, yeah. In a that's way, I was close. like a shoe in. They were right. like, "Oh, he's got a show." Yeah, yeah. Put him on it. See, like, because I've I've wanted to do that because I'm an Angels fan. <laughs> yeah. Grew up an Angels fan from Orange County, and I've always wondered how to do that because I go. With the game, and yeah, it's Ted from the lumber yard right, right, right. who is throwing well, out the actually, first California pitch. California might be a little different because we're in like Hollywood. So, That's like, true. I thought you were about to say harder. California is different because they don't have a little person throwing out the first pitch rule. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were about to go down that actually, path. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you would be the first though, right? Would you be the first? I, I don't know. Address that though. What you just said. Yeah. His life <laughs> is better for being like you know what I'm saying sure. like you're a shoe in for everything exactly like, like everything. oh and by we, the way we need one of those <laughs> <laughs> I would do that with anything they'd be like hey we got these landscapers like do you have any little ones like I like that like like you're a, you're a like yeah. everything is a shoe in and we were talking stuff. about this when because I told him the bet that right right now the current uh, deal is going to be whoever right. has a better record the other person has to dress up in the team whose winnings. Outfit and go to the Angels Mariners game and dress like a slutty yeah. woman. Yeah, so I told Adam like yeah. oh, it's just gonna be great for Brad. Adam's <laughs> yeah. gonna come Dude, out to the floors and be like that guy's awesome. <laughs> like, if people, like if he does it, everyone's gonna be like what a freaking yeah, weirdo. Yeah. But well, you, see, people are gonna embrace it. Girls will be like, hey, we should have sex with this. Yeah, guy. Yeah, <laughs> for the story because he was dressed up in a slut outfit. I'm not trying to say your life's like all the golden nuggets and <laughs> no, hey, trust easy me. For you. I completely understand. There's a lot of perks on that. Like like you're you're the guy people want to be like. I know that guy. And then on top, he's nice and funny. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Like black guys in the 90s. Like, I have a black friend. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, I got a black yeah. buddy. It was cooler in the Dwarfs, 90s. Dwarfs, the new black guys from the 90s. Oh, like, that's a, come Dude, on, that's Dwarf a PR. Like, Dwarf I want PR. him to be my friend. Yeah. Is there a Dwarf PR? There should be. That's the name of a it's great crime show. <laughs> Dwarf PR. Yeah. Let's start it up. Boom, boom, well, because well, there, well, well, there was that uh, show on Comedy Central that got canceled after like two episodes called Knee High P.I., what? Yeah. I, I don't appreciate the wordplay in that. <laughs> yeah, Knee-High P.I. started starring Marty Kleba, who is the dwarf in the Pirates movies, the bald guy. Sure. Yeah, and it ran like two episodes, and they're like, Dwarf cops! Nope! Give me the axe. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to puppets making crank phone calls. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But dwarf cops, Should not get believable. Should pregnant teenager thing? I don't know. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. hot, maybe. Yeah, yeah. How about if we have pregnant teen dwarfs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll be wow, a Wow, that's genius, actually. Right? Fine enough. That uh, would work. That's what's offensive, too. They did, uh, what's it, Chris Hansen's got his own show now? and they Does had he? This, uh, Right? Chris Hansen? No, not Chris Hansen. What's the... The Getcha Predator. No, what's the guy... I thought uh, you had a spinoff. Who's the white guy that does, like, politics and used to be, like, a news reporter and... Uh, Keith Oberman. Nah. It doesn't matter. Anyways, they had, they had this guy as a show, and his, one of his guests was um, two little people who had, like, five little people children. Okay. And, and they named themselves... Uh, the Seven Dwarfs. That's what they named their family. Oh, Anderson Cooper. I, I know. Cooper. I, yeah. I know the family. It's, They're the worst. It, it's actually the Dorf family. It's yeah. spelled D O R F. That's their fucking last name. What? Real. They're the that's worst. That's their real last so name. So they called the the Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what, <laughs> but that's what I don't like is that they came out and they were like every time they would say something beautiful like. 
you know, we just want everyone to know we can do anything anyone else can do. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You shouldn't pick on us or come stare at us or whatever. And, uh, and they're, they're like, it's just enough's enough. We've had enough. But you've named yourself <laughs> the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> Sense of humor when it comes to your silly sign on your house. Yeah, yeah agreed. Like then when a, when some, when a dumb kid, you know, dumb kids, our kids sure. stare at anyone who's right. like too tall or fat or anything. So like some kid looks at him and they're like, stop bullying us. It's like, nah, come on, this is right. part of life. And your name, yeah, literally, your name is the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> if you're black, you don't name your daughter Mammy. Right. <laughs> you're at, like, oh my gosh, you're absolutely right. You, you don't go there and then say, what, what, what the hell are you laughing about? Stop it. it it's so funny because. Uh, in Cleveland this weekend, there was a uh, dwarf girl that came to the show, sat in the front row with her mom. And uh, the mom at first hated my jokes and then eventually kind of warmed up to it and was like, okay, I get his perspective. And then she kind of... Yeah, she's s- like, oh, I remember that I just bought a ticket at Go Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I shouldn't be serious at a place called The Funny Bone. Yeah, exactly. No, but completely, uh, completely correct. And then she kind of set up this adult play date of me and the daughter. Now, the daughter's 18 now, how years she old. Appro- now, after, this is after the show, or again, like the woman last week who interrupted his show, Mick show, <laughs> and Brad goes, I know everyone at one point has on their bucket list to uh, sleep with a little person. And one woman just stands up and just goes, I do, right here, me. Yeah, hey. which was awesome. Uh, so but, it was afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Why are you still wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that question was way too long, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you have way exactly. too many clothes to run. Exactly. Uh, so this was afterward, and she comes up to me, and she's like, hey, so we're... We're, we're, uh, you guys should hang out, exchange numbers. And you're there right in front of her, so you're like, okay, let's exchange numbers. And you guys know when you're on the road, you're just sitting in hotels sure. all day, so you're sure. you're begging for any reason to go out and do sure. it and do anything. So yeah, I say, meet sure. Some locals? Yeah, so yeah, I'll go out. I'll just, I say, pick me up at noon tomorrow. We'll be good. And so wow, and you just were like, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, sure, you just set a time. <laughs> well, it was like at noon. Like I know uh, that <laughs> nothing's gonna happen in that way because she's eighteen. Not exactly my. Oh, she wasn't attractive? No. That's uh, what you're getting Yeah. I feel so dirty. I feel so dirty. it's human nature, man. People have to be attractive, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's just how it works. Yeah, what, what, it's not what you think the audience was going to assume. Like, hey, you know, they're both little people. They should have sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If she's not attractive, yeah. why would you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. dude. Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> she says, I'll pick you up at noon. So when you hear pick you up at noon, you think the girl, right? Sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. She what? brought the family what? on this date. The entire family: the dad, the mom. No. There, 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 there was a cat. Did you go to Fuddruckers? <laughs> a cat? Yeah, there, there was a cat in the car. Uh, and then we went to this uh, outdoor market in Cleveland. And the entire time, I felt so bad for this girl because the entire time, these parents were just like. Uh, I'm not going to say her real name, but, for sure. uh, but it's like, so Jessica's got a lot of great hobbies. She's doing well for oh, herself. God. She's going Pimping to college. Her out nonstop. Exactly. Like, I, I, I felt like I'm in kind of like one of these markets that's like, so you look at my daughter. Yes. My, da- my daughter oh, yeah, looks exactly. good. Yeah. Dude, is this the first uh, uh, dwarf on dwarf matchmaker situation in Cleveland? At, at, in Cleveland, yeah, absolutely. It's the first situation I've ever had where the parents who are tall. Uh, are coming on so strong, and I can see, uh, wow. based on how they're telling the stories, exactly what's going through their heads. It's that listen, our daughter's eighteen; 
She's a little person. Uh, you're we, not Jared from Subway. You're not some like <laughs> motivational speaker. Like, yeah. hey, see, he's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. You should be happy. You know, she's a teenager. She's depressed because the new Twilight book's over. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's, like, but they're dumb and tall and think, oh, it's because she's little. Like, no, you're what? handicapping yeah. her. Like, that's yeah. what's happening. Exa- totally. Absolutely. And I'm looking at him, and they're looking at me like, okay, you've got a job and you've got stuff. And I'm like, you just saw me tell dick jokes yeah, for yeah. an hour. They wanted to see it's possible. Yeah, and, and you're having your daughter now hang out with me? No, you're insane. Yeah, what do they expect? What sort of life lessons do they expect you were going to, uh, uh, you know, uh, give her in that moment? <laughs> like, did you feel yourself overcompensating too when they were like, man, and so she's doing this, she's got these hobbies? We're like, whoa, hobbies? Or were you like getting really into it to make I mean, her feel good? I mean, I felt like I kind of had to because she's looking at me like, oh, is that good? Oh, like, God, like, Jesus oh. Christ. Forget about it. It's so awkward. I would just leave. That's kind of my mantra. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> I, I never want to be. I never. I'm never anywhere I don't want to be. I would just walk away. I would just oh. like forget it. Like I'm out of here. <laughs> that's uh, it's insane, man. Well, I want to uh, quickly uh, uh, talk about Jeff's uh, show on MTV. Oh, okay. yeah, great. Speaking of uh, strangers the and getting set up with shit. Yeah, baby. Uh, uh, Monday I night, make mo- hundreds of dollars on the show. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, if you're listening out there, you're a single lady, you like hundreds of dollars. I'm your guy. So, right. uh, have you have you seen the show yet? Uh, I'll be honest. I found out that Jeff was a guest two seconds yeah, ago. That's right. I that's have, fine. I have well, not seen the show. So really, tell really me, you show. left your luggage <laughs> at the airport. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I don't le- expect you <laughs> yeah. to have seen anything. Yeah, 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 no, exactly. I was on Hulu on my phone on the way that's over so here. Hilarious. Watch three. Watch three episodes. Yeah. So money. So money from strangers. Ten o'clock. Right on Monday nights. Ten thirty. Comes on after ridiculousness. And it's. I mean, it's it's a perfect show for you because knowing Jeff a while, like his favorite comedy is. It's fucking with people in a way to where you get real, genuine like reactions, mm-hmm. uh, and just seeing, uh, but not in a like in a real like unassuming like uh, not really mean way. Just putting sure. putting people in situations where uh, they would do something they wouldn't normally do, sure. and that's kind of what the show is, right? Yeah, so, like, I used to love Tom Green or like Jackass. Yeah. Uh, there was a show on Comedy Central called Dog Bites Man with Matt Walsh. Dude, it was so like funny. One of my shows. I remember that show. Was, everyone that wasn't the regular cast didn't know they were on a show. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that's my favorite kind of comedy, but my problem, I'm, Adam's really brilliant at being able to mess with someone with that and keeping a straight face, which is okay. key for messing with people. Sure. I smile too much. I laugh a lot. I'm like a goofy <laughs> idiot. So I'll mess with someone and then they'll be like, oh, he's sweet. Like, right. he seems charming. Like, they don't lose their temper like I want them to or they don't right. get a So with this show, what we do is we find strangers on the street. I find strangers off the street and I give them money to prank other strangers. So oh. I'm in a van with monitors. I tell them what okay. to say and what to do. You've got an earpiece, and they're basically going into a situation around people, and they just tell them what to do and say. In the and if they laugh, and if they get us busted, or if people think it's a show, or if they get made, or whatever, then they don't get any money. They get zero dollars. Wow. If they, if they can say whatever I tell them to say and do whatever I can tell them to do, they'll win a thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. And each, yeah. and each, don't you, the money changes for each thing yeah, you tell them. Up, like, like, hey, man, you know, for 500 bucks. Are 50 bucks. Right. And then, like, it moves on a second round is $100, and then the speed round is $300, which is where we're allowed to just go bananas. Like, right. you go. Touch everyone's face in the restaurant. Oh, dude! It's, you, and like, so many people. I mean, some like there's. A, they had a girl going in a Halloween uh, oh, shop yeah. and just have her knock down a bunch of shit and then go clean well, that shit up well, for no, five hundred bucks that's, that's for the employees. One of my favorite games because it's the first time you see on my show where the game completely flips on its head. Yeah. So like, I had her grab these gold coins in a Halloween store. It's like a mm-hmm. chest that was like wired to the ground, and she just starts unwiring. I was like, I love this girl. Like, yeah. She didn't say back to me like it's stuck. Like she just, all right, I'm doing this. Yeah. So anyways, I had her. I'm like, I'm like, I want you to walk and then just shout out, Adam, they've got the gold coins you're looking for. And then once, and, and then just trip and spill all the coins. It makes the best sound. It's like, yeah, yeah. all these coins yeah. falling. And then I had her be really over-apologetic, like an annoying valley 
the girl like I'm so sorry I'm so like, <laughs> oh my god I didn't know there was that many coins oh in there oh my gosh I'm so <laughs> sorry like awesome. over and over and over and they're all like no problem as long as you're not hurt sweetheart no sweat. and I'm like just keep saying you're sorry I'm so sorry and then I was like alright now say clean this shit up and walk away <laughs> and she goes alright clean this shit up and walks away <laughs> They immediately went from, like, what a sweet girl to, yeah. like, who the hell yeah. is this girl? Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, oh, it was incredible. And that's the best stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that's great because one of the things about prank shows is that uh, as a viewer, I always say, well, this can only last one or two seasons sure. because then people see sure. the show exactly. and then know the host. They recognize like, Dax or Andrew Santino or these guys. Also, and that show that we're talking about, sometimes when you go too big, it's like... It's so quick to go, all right, because so many uh, th those big prank shows have happened now that like, any sort of giant, like when it's simple like that, yeah. like just, you know, go, they had a guy go into a barbershop to get a haircut and ask for a Hitler mustache after they cut his stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, and that, but he, <laughs> he did it so straight. Charlie, Charlie Chaplin mustache. Kept saying Charlie Chaplin. And then, like, fan of Charlie Chaplin. Oh, that's Charlie so funny. Keeping it, <laughs> keeping it real in those situations. But even subtle things are like the most funny to me. Like very For sure. Stuff. Like going into a busy grocery store and I'm like, find that employee right there and say, are you guys open? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's getting really yes, confused. we're open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it's just weird stuff like that, or like asking someone to reach something that's like right in front of you. Like, hey, can you grab that pen for me? And they're like, all right, here, here's the pen. Like, you know, it would like be a good, like, it would be a good one like to that. do for next season to go in like a sports authority type show because like though, and another place where the employees take their shit seriously. Oh, yeah, like yeah. when I was shopping for my ping pong table, were you, I think you might even were you with me? We, we might have been there together. Yeah, and, like and when I asked the guy, yeah, and I asked the guy was when he first came out here and we were playing ping pong all the time and he was mm -hmm. crashed with me before, uh, when he was on last comic and. Uh, and I asked the guy, I go, hey man, I want a good table, but indoors. And like, what's a good ping pong table? He goes, well, this is the best one right now because it's, uh, you know, it's uh, they're so, sold out a lot of those. And I go, oh, do you, uh, what is it, in October, a busy time? Is it ping pong season in October? And he looks at me with a straight face and goes, it's ping pong season all the time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this guy yeah. fucking loves his job. Yeah. And he loves ping pong. Yeah. Ping loves pong season sports. all the time. Yeah, he, loves, he loves sports. He can play in a tavern. Yeah, That's a, <laughs> yeah dude. He's an athlete. Yeah. So, yeah, so uh, ping pong darts and the little slider shuffleboard. thing. Yeah, 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 shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's one thing too. Is like I like the like little things. Like we went into a store and I was like, I was like, all right, it's like a breakfast place. It's busy in New York. They don't have time to mess around. I was like, ask the guy if he has Alanis Morissette on vinyl. And, <laughs> and the guy's like, nah, man, we just have breakfast. And he's like, how about on uh, tape? And he's like, no, man, we just have breakfast. He's like, well, isn't that ironic? Like oh, yeah. silly crap, so, and we don't do any of the corny reveals. Like you know, like when the celebrity comes out on punk, it's like, hey, right. who's me? Like we don't want to do any of that. Like we just leave it. Like we just go, <laughs> so the beer, so the person doesn't even know they're on a show. Why do you we need to watch this corny crap of like me going out and hugging and being like, oh, I was telling him what to say. Yeah, like just let it be. That's the best kind of prank. These people are gonna go around for the rest of their lives going like, hey, this guy he was schizophrenic or something. <laughs> but he, he, he looked normal <laughs> doing yoga in a coffee house. Right, right. The, so I, that's the best stuff for me. Oh, that that is so good. Are there some things that happen? that come up that you just can't like that push the person too far or that like somebody suggests and they're like I'm not gonna do that man yeah people in Staten Island are the worst like everyone in Staten really? Island pretty much gave up like hey, I know everyone in this town it's like just <laughs> so what they just no personality yeah. uh, for any of those guys like every girl is the same in Staten Island every boy is the same and they're afraid to be anything that's not exactly what is cool like okay. it's still like 1985 in Staten Island like if you do anything that's slightly weird or different they call you gay and beat you up until you wear All right. what they wear like it's, 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 it's like like the is this like a Guido thing or is this just Staten know. Island? I mean, it's just like they're all the same people. Every guy we met was the exact same guy. Every girl we met was the exact same thing. But they were all very Guido-ish because evidently that's 
They had some style like, right yeah, now. Like one guy had a tap out shirt. They all had tap out shirts. Like, and nothing is that shirt. It's just that's what everyone wore. Of that course. was the man wardrobe. You know, like. And, did right. you uh, did you get to do stand up when you're out there in New York? Yeah, right. I did the cellar almost every single night. I had a girlfriend at the time, so it's not like I was out like hitting the bars right. or looking at girls. So I just was like, eh, if I go to a comedy club and do now, comedy and then go to bed. As a uh, touring comedian, and you've performed pretty much everywhere. So do you have a? Because uh, some comics would be like, yeah, like, did you do the whole L.A. and New York different yeah, stand up yeah. comedy? Do you find like that there's a? Nah, man, I, I don't even understand any of that stuff where they're like, you know, the pizza's so much better. It's like I didn't come to L.A. for pizza, stupid. <laughs> like, like it's just such a. It's like I don't go to you know like Indiana. And be like, well, the beaches in L.A. are better. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah. I don't try to you go there for what you're it's, going it's for. It's good, and that's good, and everything's been great. Yeah. And, and like, the audiences in New York, you're not one of those guys that's like, well, I mean, stand-up in New York, that audience is way better than L.A. No, or- I don't think so. I think the clubs are better, maybe, like, a little bit mm-hmm. better, because, like, they're a little more, like, uh... Like gritty and like it's like sure. it's real stand up kind of. But we were, we, yeah, we were talking last week how one of the reasons why we love the comedy works in Denver is because you have to go underground yeah. and it's like you're going. Yeah, we were saying to hell. something about yeah, a comedy yeah, being right. underground where it's like the shit that's gonna happen can't be sure. has to be below gritty the earth's surface. Like you have to like get them out of their little society yeah. comfort. So gritty helps. But I will say like anybody that tries to claim New York audiences are smarter, there's no smarter audience anywhere. I've been like, to New York. There's a there's dumb people in New York just like right. there's dumb people yeah, everywhere. A ton of tourists. New yeah. York is full of tourists. So when you you say New York audiences are smarter. You, those aren't even New Yorkers most of the time. <laughs> right. like, so you're saying you know it's New York. You know those people that travel to New York, smart crowd. Smart hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, like you go to a club on like with, with Caroline's. Car- sure. Caroline's is right in the heart of Times Square. Right. So yeah, you're gonna have all the tourists there, which are basically like, yeah, send me your tire. You're poor. You're willing to laugh at you know. Dick jokes, like yeah, it's, it's good. Like people from Indiana, so you're basically saying an, a, a group of people from all over America is the smartest crowd. All right, well, that, dude, that's we take, great. We gotta take a commercial break. Yeah, we gotta take a quick commercial break, which sucks because I'm having a lot of fun. Well, let's. let's uh, this commercial brought to you by Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> and squeeze it. Remember those? <laughs> Come on, don't you? Yeah. But uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Our guest is Jeff Die. Uh, you can Twitter him at. Jeff Dye, D-Y-E, not D-I-E, D-Y-E. And, uh, yeah, I'm at Funny Brad, and Adam is at Adam Ray Comedy. At Adam Ray Comedy. Uh, A lot more coming back. We're going to talk about how Jeff started in stand-up, his appearances on Extreme Makeover. Uh, we got to figure out what he's going to be doing when he throws out the first pitch. I know. Absolutely. And uh, and how the young teeny bopper girls have posters of Jeff in his bedroom. And by (laughs) young teeny bopper girls, I mean me. We're coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Frank here for ShoeDazzle.com. Well, not so much for ShoeDazzle.com. I'm here for you, guys. If you're looking to do something special for your lady and you don't want to really think about it, you go to ShoeDazzle.com and set her up with an account. She goes on and she picks out uh, her style, and ShoeDazzle.com does the shopping for her. They get her own little boutique where they give her shoes every single month, and women love shoes. Us, really not so much. We could care less. But they love them. You'll get super huge points if you just get her an account at ShoeDazzle.com. Hot shoes and accessories personalized to fit her unique style. New products are added regularly, and uh, you only have to buy them if she likes them, which I'm sure she'll like them. But the great thing is every pair of shoes is only thirty nine ninety five. So this is really a no-brainer because you don't have to think about anything at all. You get her a, an account at ShoeDazzle.com, and you look like a saint the rest of your life. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com by clicking on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, typing in the word Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, and you'll get 20% off. So sign her up today at ShoeDazzle.com. If you haven't been listening to SportsCast with the sports guru, King Knocker. Uh, King Knocker. Ooh. 
That's, that's a good porn name. What, what is your porn name? Your porn name would be okay. The first. Let's get into this. We're oh, we're going not sports. We're going porn names. No, I'm we'll just this. do this okay. real quick. Okay. okay. The the name of the of your first, first pet, pet. Yes. And, and the, the street. street. The first street you lived on. Blaze Bristol. See? Yeah. yeah. I like that. My first was a cat that I was Blaze. There you go. And then the first street I lived on was Bristol. There you see, it works. Blaze Bristol. I am. Doesn't work for me. <laughs> what do you got? What do you Lipton got? seventeen. <laughs> Sportscast with the Sports Guru, Wednesdays at 4 Pacific, only on the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Hey, it's Heidi and Frank for scorebig.com. There's been two ways to get tickets up until now. You can go to the venue or team site and buy your tickets directly, or you could go to the big ticket sellers, the scalpers, if the tickets for the really big events are sold out. And you can pay way, way over face value. Who wants to do that? Who would do Nobody. that? Nobody! That's stupid. You don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to scorebig.com, a great website where you always pay less than retail, and you never, ever, ever pay any ticketing fees at scorebig.com, and you can save up to 60% on tickets. Every ticket on the Scorebig website is below retail price. Guaranteed. Great events. Lakers, Clippers, Kings, USC, UCLA, Basketball, Disney Hall, Kevin Theater. Mention specific teams in a list. Well, you did. <laughs> and, uh... I think that's uh, perfect the way you do that. Those were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. Everywhere. I just had a, I got a global. Tweet, I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay. Always less than retail, never any fees, scorebig.com. Then type in Heidi and Frank to get uh, the, the passcode. Skip the line. Yeah. Start shopping right away. V- get your tickets today. VIP treatment. Don't here. wait. <laughs> type in Heidi and Frank. Do it right now. What are you still sitting here for? S-C-O-R-E-B-I-G dot com. Proof why well, I was never a cheerleader. I can't spell. There's more proof than that.
back to About Last Night. On the Toad Hop Network. Welcome back. This is the About Last Night show. I am Brad Williams. I'll, as always, I'm here with Adam Ray. And our guest... Uh, comedian, uh, MTV star, civil rights uh, activist, <laughs> calligraphy expert. Mm-hmm. You, you damn, let, yeah, let's just start Dog making up credit. <laughs> you name it, I do. Hand it, sanitizer. That's right. Jeff well, Die is here, everyone. Jeff Die. Uh, thank you. Please quiet down, crowd. Uh, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff got started doing comedy up in Seattle. Yes, sir. With uh, with at, with. Adam, now what? Now, how did you? Now, what's your getting started in comedy story? Like, how did? What was your? Well, when did you have the calling, or when? When did yeah, you start? Yeah, doing I met it? Jeff when he was already like really like great, even though it was still early. I think we were both maybe. I think we both maybe started. You were maybe a year and a half or before you I started down here for sure. But yeah. you came up to Seattle to do shows at Giggles, which yeah, yeah. is the club I started at. Right, and you were really nice. And also, one thread that I have with almost every comic that I'm really really good friends with from Seattle is that like in Seattle it's very hipstery and stuff. Mm-hmm. So all the comics up there like every hipster especially in Seattle hates sports like they have to it reminds them of a guy that beat him up in high school or called him gay or something sure sure so like, oh, I don't watch but you could just piss a uh, hipster off just by saying like hey do you know who won the the game they'd be like I don't watch that crap you know like, that makes them upset yeah. bunch of guys slapping each other on the ass kind of gay yeah, don't you think stupid it's yeah. stupid yeah so uh, my, like one thread I have with Adam and Brian Moot and Andrew Slater and all these guys they were comics who loved comedy mm-hmm. but also loved sports so that's what right. we kind of had in common something we could talk about even though we didn't know each other very good at the time it's a so, great common bond for I mean not only dudes but just like comics as well because then you're like oh man good we can talk about comedy and stuff right. but like there's gonna be other we can t- every also just- girl that I've ever dated dad liked me because we were able to just talk sports sure. and it didn't have to be and that's something huge like even if you don't like sports whatever that's fine sure. but just have a general knowledge a general right. oh, yeah. cuz you, you can now talk with anyone right. and and like you said especially as a guy you, yeah. you you walk in you say all right who's your dad's favorite football team sure. and you go boom yeah and, and it, it always works cuz they're always just happy to be like oh this guy knows I'm yeah, this guy's right. like, my wife all the time i try to tell her about now loop and she doesn't know what it is <laughs> right he, he starts being like he really wants to take care he's like is my daughter taking care of you in that department cuz uh, i mean i really like that you like uh, <laughs> go broncos by the way yeah, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, so that's how I naturally kind of hit it off with Adam. But I started mm-hmm. in comedy at this comedy club called Giggles, a uh, right. comedy club in Seattle. And uh, I was only getting stage time because I'd bring like 50 people, every open mic. I would oh, bring, you were that and, guy. Oh, man. So the owner. From work or from school or just? Everything. I've had like a thousand jobs. <laughs> I was pretty big in the church at the time. And That's right. Like young life and stuff like that. So oh, no, so you're, you're a very good looking guy. Well, for for those of you who are just listening and not watching us on ToadHopNetwork.com. Uh, yeah, Jeff. Very, yeah, he's been, very, he's, been, very he's been labeled like the heartthrob of comedy. Hey, and, uh, whatever gets him in the seats. Yeah, that's what hey. I say. Listen, if you ain't going to laugh, I'll take my pants yeah. off. And, <laughs> and unfortunately, that's what happens when uh, you start is a lot of clubs are like, well, you can get stage time if you bring people. Sure. And yeah, some yeah, it's nuts. Some people won't let you go on stage unless you bring people. Exactly. Uh, so you do whatever you can to start, which is so counterproductive because it's like, hey, I'm an open micer. I suck at this. Let's have as many Come of my free, yeah, oh, let's have God, many of my friends sure. come watch You're this as possible. And then you just get a lot of like, yeah, yeah it was um, so you're gonna do this a I lot. Love Is that, that shirt? I lo- yeah, anything other <laughs> than what just happened. There, you yeah, know, yeah. You smiled stuff. a lot. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Did you your teeth? Did you get 
something done to that? Or, or the worst is they're like, uh, or they're like, hey, you know, it's hard, man. Stick in there. <laughs> you know, hey, you got some guts. Like, those are all Right, like, right, right. Like, I could of, never do that. Yeah, yeah, I, could, like that. I could never do what Maybe you do. Maybe they want to recall a bit. What was the, you had one thing that was really funny. It was I about, uh, I don't know. No, You'll do this again. the Asian guy before me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes a different joke. But one of those things you really got, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that just kind of happens. But you were able to do it, and you had a lot of friends. and I had no business being up there. And if you want to, like, remember your first joke? Yeah, I could tell you that. But if anyone's thinking about getting into stand-up, you think funny. Like, once they see how funny I'm in, they'll put me up there. Forget mm-hmm. about all that. What they care about is money. If Fine you can yeah. put people in, like, to come watch you, it doesn't matter it's how bad business, you are. It's a business, man. They will put you up. So that was me. I, I was not good at stand-up, but I right. definitely could bring 50 people each show. And that comic club owner is like, this guy's making me you know, hundreds of dollars on a weekday. Yeah, on a Tuesday night. 40 bucks usually. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm bringing in like 800 bucks on sure. a Thursday or whatever. So um, long story short, I just kept doing that. And I was also like so dedicated to it that I got good pretty fast. Because he just kept putting me up so much. Yep. He was like starting making me work weekends. He's like, hey, if you can bring people yeah, did on you the see weekends. He started middling for big people or like a he didn't want to pay couple a months in. And he hated like <clears throat> he was pretty like pretty selective about who he mm-hmm. liked. And you were likable and, so and he clean. Was like, hey, yeah, just you come. want to risk. Yeah, so just come on weekends and you'll open for basically whoever's the weekend headline. I throw out some of those people that. Yeah, and so then he didn't have to pay a middle. Bill Bellamy, Geraldo, right? Yeah, like, I, I opened for uh, all the Wayans brothers uh, like on different weekends. <laughs> Which uh, was in your contract could, early could on. Like, hey, I'll keep coming by yeah. as long as I get Kim Wayans. How many Wayans there are? Don't take Kim Wayans' weekend away from me. <laughs> that was like a Corey Kahini. Um, I'm trying to think of who the first people were, like Rod Long, uh, yeah. Greg Geraldo every single time. Like, So I, I got to also bond with those comics because they wanted to vent about how much they hated the comedy club owner. <laughs> so I would sit in the back and just be like, yeah, man, he's the worst. Yeah, he's the yeah. man. Imagine how bad I have it. I'm stuck here. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Now, uh, Adam said clean. Were you clean when you started? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, squeaky. A, a great tip yeah. for sure. anyone starting comedy. Yeah, sure. you probably be helped clean. a lot to no move risk. you up the ranks exactly. real quick, right? He was like, I don't have to worry about this guy making anyone mad. Even if he isn't hilarious people aren't going to come out and be like this guy was offensive like i was just clean yeah, yeah he knew just... and, and and again with the good looking thing man like he knew i mean dude i mean like because you were telling us the other day because we were talking about you maybe doing a uso tour and right. you were saying like i know my demo which you which you really feel like yeah. is what well I, I i know that like the reason we 13 were talking... to 15 year old gay boys <laughs> well, i have a big gay following and i have a big girl following awesome and uso tours uh typically those aren't women or yeah. kids or teenagers or anything like that like right. those are men who right. want to hear jokes because they're mm-hmm. you know they want to hear like some dirty stuff yeah. so i just know that they're not going to love me right. and i'm not going i don't want to go uh, bomb dude you got you got you got you got to go though Really? They're, they're the absolute best audiences. Don't See, I don't, feel, yeah. really? I don't think they psych want, yourself. I think you're out. thinking they want a certain certain kind of comedy. I think they just want comedy so bad. Really? They, they want an escape. Yeah, dude. They want an escape. They 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 want something that's not looking at a radar screen, out on front line, sure. uh, eating crappy food. That that's what they want. I mean. It, you could He'd do great, right? Yeah, I open up with kill. an impression of a screen that's just looking at helicopters and trying to shoot them down. <laughs> that's my opening thing. It's an impression of that. It'll kill there. They'll, they'll love they'll, it. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll, so yeah. I was playing Counter Strike. You remember that? Yeah. You remember <laughs> that bullshit? Right? So, anyways, I'm strangling the <laughs> enemy. Oh, yeah, but to, but to young <laughs> comics out there, because it, at least if you're bad at comedy, but it's clean, you still keep the audience's attention and you're pleasant to listen to. In my opinion. Bad 
dirty comedy is the most offensive. Oh, yeah. When people are just swearing for the sake of swearing sure. or trying to be shock value when they don't have a joke to follow or just sure. like, hey, so anyone ever fucked a nun? Yeah, exactly. Right. I don't want to hear that. You're like, yeah, Jesus, exactly. is there a joke there or are you just trying to make me think about that? <laughs> that that's the worst stereotype for like female comedy now. Like There's female right. comics setting real hilarious women comics back. The reason mm -hmm. there's like a stereotype about female comics is because there's so many comics that are like, hey, I'm a good looking chick and I'll just be real shocking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like, be dirty because they work. won't expect that. It doesn't work yeah. because they think up there like, oh, they won't expect this from me. No, we're expecting it. Yeah. Like, right. Like, it, it's and got, also, we don't want to hear it. it. Yeah. We don't want to hear it, man. It's and, so ridiculous. And despite what you think, Sarah Silverman writes really well. Really great Like, jokes. those yeah, are exactly. clever, well-written jokes. And she's been doing it for 15, 20 years. It's not like yeah. these girls now are like, well, they're not going to expect this. No, we've heard all right. that. Like, <laughs> she also has a real sweet, likable demeanor so that when sure. she does kind of let something kind of really raunchy slip out, she does it with like a smile and kind of like, sure. oops, like maybe I didn't expect to say that. Every girl that I've worked with in the last like four months, like that's been their thing. Like they yeah. just get up there and be real shocking and then uh, and then they're like, wait till they get a load of me and they just, they bomb. And then right. I'm like, well now all the real female comedians just hate you because right, uh, cause so you set them back. Cause, so you, cause you worked with uh, Eliza this last weekend, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eliza Schlesinger, yeah. who I love. I think is great. I think she's really funny. Great impressions, right. high high energy, and just like if you didn't like that joke, hold on, wait fifteen seconds. There's another sure. one coming, and yeah, perfect example. She's clever and not. She works hard. She's you know she. Yeah. I mean you know anybody that works hard and writes a lot. Um, if but, you uh, love animal act outs, you <laughs> will love a lot. Love of <laughs> I look like it's a true. brontosaurus getting hit by a rock. <laughs> I look like a rat getting out of water. I look like a cat on a couch. <laughs> I look like a bear with a cleft lip. Well, I, I haven't heard like the cleft lip bit. With Down syndrome. I look like a. We get it. You hey, can impersonate an animal. Easy. That's the next podcast thing. after Craig. It's the <laughs> Elephant with Down Syndrome podcast. So let's take love, it easy on that if one. If you love uh, beautiful women <laughs> pretending to be animals doing a thing, yeah, which I do. You'll love it. Yeah, love it. No, man. Wait, no segue into the, with the clean comedy. So then that has enabled you to uh, get things like extreme sure, makeover. Sure. And, and another thing, being clean. Well, another thing I used to always tell myself, and this won't work for everybody, but I would just say, smile. Like, I would tell myself, just smile at these people. Right. So even if they're, I'm not hilarious, they'll go, well, he seems nice. Like, we're going to cut you, him you, And, and mm -hmm. that's actually a smart move, because I've noticed that, too, that you always look like you're having a good time. Yeah. Regardless. And you know what? Because I'll know sometimes, like, uh, if people who don't for a while, you're like, is this guy having fun up there? He's sure. just telling his... And I'm genuinely having fun. <clears throat> and, like, I know if that if I smile, they'll be like, oh, well, this is fun. Like, we're here to have a good time. It's, it's contagious. It, sh it shouldn't yeah. be like this, like, make us laugh, bitch vibe. Yeah. The audience mm -hmm. should be sitting there going, like... This is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be our fun yeah. night out. Like this is like, I mean, that's I've watched you perform a million times, and that's what the audience gets from you. Is that Thanks, Brad, man. I'm talking about yeah. like, uh, like, it's fun, and they, you don't have to sit back and worry like, oh, is this a fun? Like, it's just fun. And yeah. you can tell you're having fun, they're having fun, and uh, that's why I ran into Bill Bellamy at uh, right by my house at this cafe, and nice. Bill Bellamy is the one who like started discovered me. Yeah, tell him about that real quick. Uh, I was in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I never auditioned for Last Comic Standing. Really. Uh, Bill so you're Bellamy. like three years in, right in Seattle, yeah, and you got you had gotten to a good point where in the scene where you were kind of like the up and comer. Yeah, and was you were talking about me yep, at the time yeah, in that small sure. little circle of comics, like in the in St Seattle, which isn't the biggest scene. People were like, "Oh, that's." It's the gotten guy. bigger so since like, you left yeah. too, don't you think? Or no? Um, I don't know. It's gotten larger, but I don't know. If yeah, it's okay. 
uh, I think it's plateaued yeah. a little bit. But uh, what I was gonna say is Bill Bellamy like found me, and so oh, I was cool. with a bu- my buddy staying with me from Nashville, and we walked to this cafe and I ran into Bill Bellamy. And I was like, oh my gosh, Bill, what's going on? And he was like, yo, you know how I found this cat? And he's like, and he starts telling the story of how he found me. And part of the story that made me so happy is he said, and I'm I'm gonna curse here, but this is what Bill said. He goes, I saw this guy get on stage. Everyone else was like pretty crappy. I saw this guy get on stage, and I was like, this guy's happy as fuck. <laughs> and that's what stuck with him is like that I was happy like I was just right. because I am I'm like a happy guy there's yeah, this like dude. there's like this stereotype of stand-up comics or come from this dark place mm-hmm. and if you haven't been drunk or touched or if you weren't beat up by your dad you won't make it in this sure. business and it's not it's all it's crap. like a, you're doing stand-up for the therapy reasons it's you're like I gotta true. talk about some shit man right. yeah. like, yes I love attention sure as much as sure. the next guy but I'm also happy I have a great life I'm very happy yeah. I'm very blessed. and that doesn't exclude me from being humorous and guess like, what some people want to come out to a comedy club to hear kind of celebratory shit where sure. you're like hey let me poke fun of this right. in a funny happy-go-lucky way that sure. isn't yeah. really kind of cutting somebody down or something right and that goes for music too like you don't have to be tortured to like be like yeah. Put yourself like in, like, oh, I've got to be doing heroin to really right. write my real lyrics. My Chemical Romance, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, man. I, I, right. I, I don't know about you. <laughs> right. I just like getting depressed. I'm sorry. Putting the like blowfish were pretty happy, man. And well, like, yeah, sure. If everyone's tapping into this negative, like, I've got to be dark to be creative side, then there must be a whole plethora of you can tapping into being happy. Like, sure. there must be something to draw from that well mm-hmm. of, like, now, yeah. now you kind of said that I'm a happy comic on stage, which I am, and you being happy comic, I've noticed that if I get a heckler, I can't be like really mean with the heckler Kills right, the yeah, right away because the audience is used to seeing me right. excited, laughing, happy, and all of a sudden, well, I hope your mother dies of AIDS. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. whoa, where did that dude come from? She and did. No one, yeah. <laughs> and now everyone's like, wait, this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Man, absolutely right. That's the worst. So how do you, because I'm, I'll be honest with you, if you heckle me at my show, I'm all right. I'm not the best with hecklers. Yeah. I just kind of... Uh, you diffuse I, it enough to go back into your act. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm no I'm no Dave Attell who just destroys sure. a heckler. Right. Make sure they don't uh, ever speak again. By the way, the best anti-heckle line I ever heard from Attell, he got heckled by a female just like, I, I think you suck. Ugh. And then Dave just pauses for a second and everyone's waiting for it because they all know he's got one. And Dave just goes... All I heard was come, come, gurgle, gurgle, and the sound of a father crying. <laughs> that's incredible. That's I'm like, oh, that's good. Mark Marin was in Seattle, and I was opening for him. Nice. And he was telling some story about his wife at the time. Like they'll yell at each other really loud. Right. Like when mm-hmm. they fight, and then he will, like he'll go to take the garbage out. I'm slaughtering his joke, by the sure, way. Sure, but, sure, sure. This is the, the the premise of the joke. He goes up to take out the trash, and the neighbors look at him because they remember hearing him fight with his wife so right. loudly that they can hear it at their house. And uh, and he looks at them and goes, I'm not hitting her. And, and so that's the joke. And then a heckler heckled and was like, I could help you with that. And it pissed Mark off that, like, just take the joke as what it is. Yeah. So Don't Mark's like, what are, you, me. what are you, a counselor or something? You're going yeah. to fucking fix me? Is that what you're going to do? Oh, you can fix that? Is that what you think? Like, you don't fight with your wife? And Mark got really mad. And the guy goes, no, I sell windows. <laughs> <laughs> so he was talking about like he Jesus. makes soundproof windows, uh, and, and, he, and even incredible. Mark was like, "Oh well, shit!" Like you were just yeah, you were oh. just <laughs> you, you literally to wanted to help me with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so great you're trying to network. Uh, but with me, like yeah, you're it's absolutely story. right. It's funny that you uh, that you say that because it's so true. Mm-hmm. When someone heckles me, which I actually have the fortune of a lot of people that try to heckle me, they're not trying to be mean, they're just trying to be part of it, or they're yeah. drunk, sure. or they just want some attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So luckily, a lot of my heckles are like nice heckles. Even when I was on tour with Last Comic Standing, 
they would be like the, the heckles I would get were like take off your shirt or something stupid like that. <laughs> people and would heckle other... in those live shows because oh, even man. though they're telling everybody it's a live taping right, like right, right. you know well, and then p- people would do that, and then all the other drunk forty-year-old ladies would be like, "Hee hee, yeah, take your shirt off." Yeah, you know, right. so it would be this weird thing, which is a really friendly thing sure. to say. And then I did write jokes about, you know, you don't want to see me with my shirt off. Right. Very thin. <laughs> I have bad tattoos, patchy hair. Um, <laughs> but but so so when I do deal with it, which I'm well at being, I can I can throw some daggers. Yeah, sure. And uh, and so when I do do that, it ruins the show. It yeah. absolutely ruins the show because they're like, "Wait, we thought he was nice. Turns out he's a dick." Now we don't know. And now we're afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. And it just kills the entire vibe. So I do because more like often it. than not, even when you try to be friendly with your like, because I, I, I've uh, I, when I first started doing crowd work, I and I think this happens when people are first starting out. You aren't comfortable with the silence, so in your head you're like, think sure. of something funny and put them down and make them shut up. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of actually listening and try to get some sort of conversation right, right, right. and oh. trust that you can pull something funny out of that. Let sure. them dig a hole. Right? But even you're now right. it's they like will even 100% now. Crowd work with somebody that's maybe heckling or whatever. You do have to do something to kind of to show that you have the control. Right. And so and they're never gonna even win. if you're even if like in your situation you're like I'm I'm not trying to be like a dick and you're right, going right. to say something. It's still gonna you still have to get the shift of power back. Sure. So it's you're right. Still, well, some people can go. I'll even play the card like, hey man, I'm just came here to make you giggle. I don't know what you're being such a jerk right. about. Like I'll play that like. Now the crowd is like, oh, we feel bad for this guy. Right. Like, and, yeah. and now the guy feels kind of like a jerk, and then he comes up after the show like, hey, let me get your beer, man. I was just, you know. I was a part of the show. You, you I was just trying to man. help. Yeah, so I'll even play that card sometimes, because generally the reason I do anything in my life is I just want people to like me, and I just yeah. want people to be my friend. And so mm-hmm. if that's what I'm doing, if I can communicate that through my comedy to the audience, then they pick up on it, and they go, yeah, we do like him, and we do think, you know, so it's it's kind of a weird game I play with the so crowd. You care, you're, so you, would you say you're one of those people that, I think you just said that, like that you want... Uh, you're not going to be like, I'm going to do my thing, and if you don't like nah, me regardless, that, fuck you, because yeah, this is I my shit. I hate that teachers teach that to kids. Like, who cares what people think, man? Why do you? I do. I care what well, people And first of all, everybody like, every does. Every time I put a shirt on, yeah. I mean, hey, do people think this is good? And people yeah. are like, oh, I want to wear it again. Or like, at my con- I want people to like me. That's everybody my whole does. life. I want as many friends, and I want people to like me. I want to walk down the street and shake people's hand, high five. I like that sure. gay, bubbly world. Like, that's what <laughs> I want the world to be. So yeah. stop teaching kids that you shouldn't care. I care what Hitler people wanted people to like him. Yeah. He just, you know, went about it in a different way sure exactly you just reminded me i zinged a girl the other day at the cafe i have a dog mm-hmm. this is so you'll see how this is related i have a dog <laughs> i got a great hitler story for you that's yeah, basically no, how you started it this. starts with my dog <laughs> we called him adolf <laughs> he hated jews coincidence yeah yeah well he's half black lab so i don't know if that's <laughs> not true he doesn't know who his dad is so that's uh, well played yes and well so played. i'm at the cafe Good job. and uh, this, this girl starts petting my dog and then the, uh, there's another girl at a different table who just doesn't like the this interaction's even happening. She's just bitter, mm-hmm. L.A. jaded lady, and she's like, "I hate dogs." To like her friend, mm-hmm. her friend's like, "Who? Why do you hate dogs?" Yeah, who hates dogs? And then, and then the the girl's like, "They just shed." And the girl's, "I actually broke up with a guy once because of his dog." And I can hear everything. She's not even trying to hide her. What? Mm-hmm. And I turned to her and I go, "You know, even Hitler loved dogs." <laughs> Nice. And it immediately f- made her feel like crap. Yeah. Like she was just kind of like, what? Because he had a dog. His dog sure. was Goldie, and it was uh, his best friend. <laughs> <Was it> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you've done uh, some research. I want to call yeah, that fact into question. Yeah, you go. Real? Nah, I, was... I'm done Googling how do you know? How do you know Hitler's dog's that? That, and you don't want to Google that just because you don't want to be reminded that you yeah. Googled that, and Plus, you don't want anyone to type in. If something happens to me, I don't want my history people being like, well, why did he Google Hitler? Was he about to, like, was he a fan? Right. Was he going to, you know? Sure. My internet history is just adorable things. Like, Jennifer Aniston, 
uh, free porn videos. Right. Uh, Puppies in boxes. Adolf Hitler's dogs. <laughs> photos. Dog photos. Dog photos. Yeah. Oh, but no, he had a dog named Goldie. Because I'm a big dog guy. And I was like, man, I don't think anyone hates dogs. Like, I think everyone's like, so that's what just made me say it to her. And she immediately felt like crap. She was like, oh, man, wait, am I worse than Hitler? Sure. That's great. And I was like, yes, you are worse. You got a, you got a heckler with your dog. That's right. And now we care business. We're, uh, we've got maybe like five, six minutes left. Um, I want to briefly talk about the extreme homemaker over thing. Sure. So dab on that. And then I want to get into the, the best. But we're in uh, Cleveland. You had yeah. some great eats. And yeah. I think there's places in Seattle that, I mean, first of all, when you go on the road, uh, do you usually just stay confined to hotel food and the fast food around there? Or do you ever try to, like, I, find I, out what, like, a, lo a local great spot yeah, is? Yeah, I do that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we have so much free time on the road. We're just yeah. so bored. People mm -hmm. are like, you must be busy. You probably don't even see my emails. I'm like, no, I, yeah, no, no, I, I, I read every one of my <laughs> yeah. Twititer mentions I've got multiple times. <laughs> uh, I've got an available 10 hours, and I sleep 12 hours right. a <laughs> night So right. when I'm on the road. Uh, no, so uh, I find, like, a little coin, you know, like, I was just in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and there's right. this great little joint that's called Hardee's. And uh, <laughs> it's got the same symbol as Carl's Jr., but say. man, that burger was good. <laughs> Guys, if you get a chance, check that out. So no, they don't have a sexy mom and pop shop like down in the alley. Women. It's really good. I think Their they commercials have, aren't sexy women. It's big I think they only Viking have like dudes. Five thousand stores. Oh, okay, like that. oh, oh, that's it. Chain, oh, yeah, that's good. Pop. Check it out. Uh, no, but I do. I look for like with the coolest place, and especially with coffee, because I'm such a Seattle coffee yeah. snob that I always try to find the best coffee house that's not Starbucks for yeah. sure. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah, uh, I was in Cleveland this wa this yeah, last weekend. What was the spot that was so life changing? It was this place called Melt. Which is an all grilled cheese restaurant. Oh my god! Over thirty different types of grilled Sounds cheese sandwiches. How and many things can you do with that? <laughs> you know what? That's what I was thinking. Right. But you want it grilled? Do you yeah. want it <laughs> grilled? Do you want nails on it? <laughs> no. Well, we needed thirty options. <laughs> so we just, Don't get fifteen. It's the scratch yeah. and sniff sticker you sandwich. Want the poop exactly. Grilled cheese? What is wrong I'm sorry. With you? The what? I'm There's sorry. The diarrhea grilled really cheese. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, and you know what? There, there was. I mean, there's over like 20 different types of cheese, sure. and, and then just like all these different stuff. Well, you that's kind of cool because there are different. You know, yeah, cheeses and, are different. Yeah, exactly. And then, somebody write that down. That was kind of prolific. Yeah. <laughs> Did we Adam get that? <laughs> Worst children's book ever. We should just start a crappy quote book. That's actually just great. Keep it right in the middle, and then by the end of like a that's year, actually a you great will idea. be able to publish these crappy quotes. Absolutely. I used to do that with my freshman year roommate in college, who I met. This guy was six. Uh, uh, from uh, uh, Del Mar, San Diego, and first Wait, met him. Why is that important? No, How here, tall no. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you, you got know, I'm trying, here. To, I'm trying, trying to, to make you feel like shit. He was huge. Shoes. He was he, he was big. You could see his feet when he sat on a uh, fucking toilet. And, I hate uh, you. No, so no, so he would look. So first thing I met him, he was like, uh, he's like, dude, Adam, great to meet you. I'm stoked for college, dude. Do you smoke pot? And then from then on out, I had a, uh, papers on our uh, closets where I'd write down things he would say, like because he would just roll over, always stoned, and say things like, you know. Uh, uh, he'd roll up, you know, he'd be like, dude, how crazy is Oprah, dude? She just fucking, like, gives shit away and stuff. <laughs> dude, I wish she'd, like, rolled in here right now with, like, a bunch of shrimp cocktail, and I'd just be all, like, fucking give it up, bitch. <laughs> and I'd write that down, and, like, it was literally, and then he'd be, he'd roll over and be like, dude, how weird are pillows, dude? We fucking <laughs> sleep on them and shit. Like, literally everything I was. I love people like that. <laughs> so right? I had, like, anyways, so you remind me of the list of quotes. Like, that's a great idea. They're, like, 19-year-old yeah. children. Yeah. Throw it up there or, everything or was... start a Twitter account of shit my stone roommate says, and then you'll have a. a that's actually a, a damn There's no money sitcom. in the Twitter business, all right? You get yeah. the book, and then yeah, you publish yeah, yeah. it. That's how you make the game. Yeah, and you have a darn sitcom, and then William Shatner will cheeses play your stone different. friend. Wait, yeah. was it some cheeses are different? There's many different cheeses. Or cheeses are different. <laughs>
<laughs> There's many different cheeses. <laughs> prolific, Adam Ray. Absolute prolific. Well, we still got two. Wait, we got to be out at 55? Uh, do we? Uh, no, we still got like no, well, yeah, like fifty-seven. We'll push it. Minutes. Let's push it. one, I think. Tell, tell, tell a one-minute story <laughs> about uh, Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you how I got the job. Because that's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I was a designer on Extreme Makeover Home Edition, and I've never built anything in my <laughs> life. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never built a bookshelf, a bird, nothing. I know nothing about anything. And my house is covered in Griffey posters. I don't know, I don't <laughs> yeah. know anything. And they were like, "Well, you want to be a designer on Extreme Makeover Home Edition?" And I was like, mm. "What? I, I don't know if I fit the thing." They're like, "What? We got exhibit. He's high all the time. Like, what's, what's the <laughs> Like, he never built yeah. anything. I love it. That was just am I going to build a, Am I going to build a not in our house cave from 1994 <laughs> yeah, 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 for yeah, Detlef like, Shrimp fans? Every house, I just go, "Yeah, we should put a Griffey poster up." <laughs> like, I don't know. But then they just cut around to make it look great, and I got paid good and that was that that's awesome man. that's how it happened and oh, it was cool. and and it's quite honestly like i watched uh both of them on the road once and i i think i, I texted you right i was like I dude know. i just cried what like it's yeah, so yeah. it's because i mean the stories they do such a good job at making it sure. heartwarming and then yeah. it's like you see the people come in who aren't tied to it and all of a sudden jeff's like like full deep like into this family and like helping them and but they would cut out all my jokes which was frustrating like there was yeah. a part where it was a game show and I'd like open this big thing and there'd be like a 750 pound hog and mm -hmm. all my line was it's a it's a big hog but I'm a comic and we like to be funny so I would be like it's a big stupid pig <laughs> and they're like cut cut you just have to say it's a hog and I'd be like Look at this dumb idiot! <laughs> and they're like, Cut, Jeff, let's try to be mature. I'm like, all right, I can do this. They're like, all right, all you gotta say is, it's a big hog. I'd open, I'd be like, look, it's Rosie O'Donnell, everybody. Like, so I'd do like 48 takes, yeah. and none of them I would, would love make. to see those outtakes. We uh, are unfortunately out, out of time. Jeff Die was Jeff our guest. Go see Jeff Die this Saturday at uh, Safeco Field. Throwing oh, Thursday, out the Thursday, Thursday. 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 My God. Throwing out the first pitch of the Mariners game. Uh, money from Strangers every Monday at 1030 on MTV. And next week I'm at Caroline's in New York. Anything and else? Jeff Die. Jeff Die. Jeff Die on the Twitter. Coming up next, Three's Too Much podcast. Tomorrow uh, we talk Wine Fest. They're, oh, they went to a Wine Fest. Gay Pride and Mark Van Halen's Extravaganza. Hey. I like Extravaganzas. So that's cool. I uh, love Extravaganzas. You know, there was a show on my. There was a game on my show called uh, Extravaganza, where I would give one person a chance to win a Disney gift card from Visa. Damn you, interrupting Tony Danza. Uh, I will be at the Chicago Laugh Factory this Thursday through Saturday. Uh, get tickets online at LaughFactory.com. Follow me at Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy and all my videos at AdamRayTV.com. And I'm coming up at the Kansas City Improv this week, and then later at Tommy T's in Rancho Cordova. California. I think I'm actually going to bring Adam on that one. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, come see us for that one. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter, at FunnyBrad. This has been About Last Night. Please remember our names in the morning. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. I think I should be searching. I think I should be searching. For something 